Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Scoops. After a week off, we have our Super Bowl preview. We got, I don't want to disrespect Dr. Scholl like that, but probably the two best guests we've had on, on Scoops. This hey. is their, uh, their fourth appearance here. We got the great, the great Steven Tara. Welcome back to you guys. Thanks for the warm welcome. That was very nice of you. Oh, of course. Thanks for coming on. Of course, we got little Kenna here. Now 18 months or almost 18 months. She's making so much noise here now. Big one eight. <laughs> yeah. She might be leaving us to go to bed here soon. We'll see. We'll see what the mood is like. Uh, Kayla's not here, sadly. She's sick. She hates to miss this episode of the Super Bowl preview, but she said in her picks, we'll, we'll get to those when we come to it. But yeah, just like last year, one of, uh, just like the last five years, one of Steve or Tara's teams are in the uh, the big game. Let's remember that Bruce picked the Rams to repeat this year, so get your laughing out of the way now. That was a rough call. Don't worry, I did too. <laughs> Who'd you have represented the AFC? Actually, the Colts. Old Matt Ryan. Oh, <laughs> Tried to go out outside the box. Next year, they probably have to go Chiefs or Bengals. Keep it simple. But anyway, it should be a great game. 57, 57 from Glendale. Uh, the, the big sombrero, as the great Chris Berman would call it. Um, Chiefs-Eagles. How, how many times has uh, Phoenix, Glendale, whatever, host the Super Bowl? That's a great question. Uh, text us your answer if you know. I think uh, so they did the 90s when it was the Arizona State Stadium because that's where Dallas last won. Sun Devil Stadium. 95, 96. 95 season, January yeah. 96, yep. That's right. And then let's see, it happened. I think this will be the third time in the new one because it was Pats, Giants, and then Pats, Seahawks, and then now Eagles, Cardinals. So I think this is the third time, fourth time overall, third time in uh, State Farm Stadium. Pats, Seahawks, speed February 2015? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Whatever happened to Malcolm Butler? <laughs> That's right. That's right. How, no, so seriously, how long did he last after the – you know, the career interception, the marquee interception. Well, ironically, he became one of their best players, but then against the Eagles, Pat's Eagles, he was benched the whole game, and Belichick wouldn't explain why, as they gave up 500 passing yards to Nick Foles. Oh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wild. Three years later. And they signed with Tennessee after that, so, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, that's he, interesting. Yeah, he, that's wild. Because he actually was pretty solid. Yeah, he was pretty solid after that pick. I think he was second-team All-Pro, something like that. Okay. And then, yeah, benched that Super Bowl and then obviously came back. Or, where you know, do you go to college, if you remember? Uh, great, great question. Again, you're on a roll, Steve. I think I want to say North Alabama. North Alabama, That's I think. That's a while. would never have guessed. <laughs> Try to come prepare here on Scoops off the cuff, right, Kenna? Where's um, where's Grambling at? HBCU. Uh, I think that's Alabama in, or Mississippi? I, I think it's in... Maybe. Maybe Alabama, maybe Georgia, okay. maybe Georgia. Once to Alabama or Georgia. North Alabama. Pretty sure. If you want to double check me, I'm pretty sure he went there. North. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's West. I think it's North. It might be West Alabama. Is that it's one of those FCS two. school? North Alabama is D two, I believe. D two. Got to be North Alabama. D two. D two. I honestly didn't, didn't know it was in North Alabama. Yeah. Kenna, you're okay. I'm pretty sure. No, let's That's just so pull that up real quick. Look it up here. On that's very videos. interesting. Yeah. If you're right on this, that's remarkable, man. Oh, thank you. Thank this you. so remarkable. <laughs> what were you doing that night at the Super Bowl? Where were you watching? Pat, Pat Seahawks? Yeah, that one. Uh, that's a great question. Hold on. Let's look at where uh, Malcolm Butler went. Wait, Hope I'm not wrong here. I was wrong. I was pressure. I was West Alabama. So well, I was it's, it's West still, Alabama. It's still incredible. You got you know one of the cardinal directions right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so actually, Pat Seahawks. I love that's a great question. That's what makes sports great. Where were you went? Uh, my sister was a freshman in college, so we watched in her dorm. There was like a watch party in her dorm, so I was there with like her and some of her dorm so friends. State? At the, the Ohio State, State University. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
I should know better as a Big Ten fan. Yes. Uh, so anyway, I, I remember because there's a Pats fan there, of course, beating his chest, hooting and hollering. We all thought Seattle had it, obviously. Yeah. And then horrible play call. Butler made a play. Brady cemented his legacy. But do you, anyway. Do you remember where that Pats fan was from? from? Was he actually from, like, New England area? Uh, I think he was. Okay. I think he was. Ohio State, you get a lot of out-of-state people, so I think he was from that area. That's the thing. I mean, I'm never – if someone's from that area, grew up in that area, or has ties to that area, I'm not going to, you know, shame them for being a fan of that team. I think that's respectable. Yeah. I only do when, it, when it's Browns fans who, like, like them only when they become good. You know, they've lived with Cleveland their whole life, so oh, they have been, that card. They've been in hiding. Right. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I like them now, man. Yeah. Exactly. They've been in hiding. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. But yeah, it'll be a great game. Uh, Steve, as a new resident Chiefs fan, how you feeling about it? Third time in four years, your boys are in it. Yeah, pretty remarkable. Um, it's kind of weird. I think I probably mentioned this in the podcast a year ago, but I grew up listening to sports sports talk radio in Kansas City. There's, uh, 610 AM and 810 AM, the two big AM bandwidth stations for sports radio in Kansas City. Um, growing up, you know, I... My dad would always make fun of people calling in during the preseason camp up in Wisconsin. Uh, River Falls, Wisconsin is where it was at. It made, it made sense to have it up there in the summer because it was a lot cooler. Now it's in St. Joe, which is like 45 minutes north of Kansas City. So, I mean, it's cool if you live in Kansas City because it's right there, but it's still like really hot because it's July, right? So it made sense to make it – you know, in Wisconsin, it made a lot more sense to me. But anyway um, – we, my dad would always laugh at all the Chiefs fans calling in saying we're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, my dad and mom and me, um, I was one years old when we moved to Kansas City from Iowa. But Chiefs, uh, you know, always in, in the constant Kansas City media all, all the time, all year long. So my dad would always make fun of Chiefs fans um, for that. My dad, my dad does like the Chiefs. He, he likes them, but he just thought it was really funny that – People calling constantly saying they're going to the Super Bowl this year for X, Y, and Z. And honestly, like, they had some really good teams in the 90s. And I, I said this on la- the last podcast a year ago, but there was – went to the playoffs eight times in a row between 95 and 2013. They were one and done. Yeah, the last, that's the amazing. Mo- the most notable one was, ironically, in Indy and the wild card game when Kansas City was up 38-10 to 10 at halftime and found a way to lose it. And that's the one where Andrew Luck recovered his own fumble. That's right, that's right. And went back in the end zone. The Chiefs lost 45-44. I just cannot believe it. And it's typical Chiefs. But then they broke it in 2015 when they played the Houston Texans in Houston and beat them 30 to nothing. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it was so wild. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and then ever since then, um, ever since Andy Reid's really come along, well, he was there for the 2013 team, but um, when they lost 45-44. But it's been remarkable. I never thought the Chiefs would really have like this franchise quarterback that is like so electrifying and can you know never count never count him out. Um, Chiefs have never had that before. Trent Green was probably the best quarterback I remember growing up from like two thousand one ish to two thousand five or six. He had some quality years when they had Priest Holmes. They had some really good years. Yeah, um, his biggest, I guess, flaw as a quarterback though was once if he wasn't on schedule. He couldn't. He couldn't come from behind to win. So the Chiefs were, the Chiefs were always competing in every game. And one season they were nine and zero, and then lost. This is two thousand three. They started off nine and zero, and then randomly lost to the Bengals. <laughs> as as per standard data, the Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs lose a lot to the Bengals, and the other team they lose a lot to is the Colts. That's right. Chiefs are five and fifteen, 
historically against the Indianapolis Colts and the Bengals. They are, I don't know the exact record, but it's a similar percentage. And those two teams are, have been the bane of the Chiefs' existence um, that, that aren't in the West, AFC West. So, anyway, um, back to the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. It's weird because the expectation is like now is for the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Right. It's, it's so strange. Like, I used to like scoff at that growing That's up, right. but now it's like if we're not going to the Super Bowl, then what are we doing? Right. <laughs> like, we can't, we can't waste this generational talent. And speaking of going back to – I'm all over the place, but let me talk. Let me have my moment. <laughs> of course. We're going, back to, we're going back to Phoenix right now, right? And who was Patrick Mahomes' coach in college? Uh, old oh, Cliff right. Kingsbury, who was just uh, relieved of his duties uh, for the Cardinals there in Phoenix. Um, ironically, never had a winning record with Mahomes. And then gets promoted to a head coaching job in the NFL. He had Mahomes as his quarterback for two straight years, his starting quarterback. And You're right. Losing record. Losing record, and then gets promoted to the NFL, and it was just very mediocre. I mean, he had some great starts. A couple years ago, they started 8-0 or something. Yeah, yeah. But just, like, totally fell off the second half of the season, and that's, like, when it's most important. Um, but anyway, yeah, just it's weird seeing a genera- generational talent. I know the Chiefs had Joe Montana in 93-94. Um, I don't remember those years. It's too young. But, I mean, he was at the tail end of his career. Um, and then, uh, I mean, we, Chiefs, had, Chiefs have had some great players throughout the years. I know Derek Thomas was just enormous player um, for Kansas City until he tragically passed away going to the airport um, in January of 2000, I think, 99 or 2000. Good documentary about him on the – the NFL Network channel, whenever they do those those players or coaches, like one-hour-long documentaries. Football life. Football, Football life. life. Yeah, it's yeah. a very good yeah. one. Uh, hits me right in the field watching that. Um, Chiefs also had the Nigerian Nightmare, Christian Okoye. Phenomenal running back, just a beast of a guy. Um, they, they had Marcus Allen for a little while. I'm trying to think of other prominent players in the 90s. Those are like the four biggest ones I can think of right now. But, yeah, back to the Chiefs losing the playoffs 0-8 during my lifetime up until 2015, which is wild. There's, <laughs> Ironically, I think it was against the Colts in the mid-'90s. It was either the divisional game or wild-card game. Um, and our kicker, Lynn Elliott, missed three field goals, and we lost 10-7. to But most of those field goals, I think all three field goals were less than 40 yards. Um, the Chiefs lost – you know, seven to ten, which is wild to the Colts, I believe. The original kicker's blow. I know Adam yeah. and Phil agree with that. Original kicker's blow for sure. Yeah, the, the kickers, man. I feel like they're just more and more becoming mental cases. Exactly. This is wild. Exactly. Like, I don't understand what happened to was Bill Ma- not Maurer Maurer, but what's his first name? Oh, Maher, Brett Maher. Brett, yeah, not yeah, Bill. that was. Bad. That was so bad. Was it four extra points he missed? Four extra points in in a row? row? Yeah. Technically five because of the game prior. That's right. right. Good call. Yeah. He he missed five straight. Five straight extra points. It's his only job to kick. And he would have missed. San Fran one got blocked. He would have missed that by a mile, too. It was going left easily. Yeah. It was. That was shank. That was was rough to watch. I mean, entertainment, entertaining for sure, but just rough. I mean, fortunately for him, it. The, the kicks, it really didn't come down to him missing the kick or not. Like, the game wasn't lost because of him. Right. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't hurt as bad, I guess, if you're him, because Cowboys fans won't be blaming him. But 
I don't know if he'll have a roster spot next year. Hopefully not. <laughs> I think I think about how soft Gen Z is in general and millennials and Gen Z and the culture. Then you think about kids coming up out of college, kickers. I mean, what exemplifies Gen Z culture more than kickers? You know, so I yeah, it's it's, it's only going to get worse. The head case is only going to get worse. But as my boy Phil says, you get, they're going to start bringing their therapy dogs out there to kick. <laughs> You know, but yeah, it's interesting about the Chiefs because again, they weren't quite—they weren't quite a miserable team, as we know. Bruce loves a miserable team, stay miserable. But the Chiefs always had enough success to get your hopes up, but just couldn't get it done. You know, but as you said, now they're like the standard, and they're like a team I rely on to beat teams like the Browns or Lions or whatever, or Jets, who are like up and coming, quote unquote. The Chiefs are like the standard now because they've gone from you know lovable losers to dominant. So obviously, sustained success. Um, you know, three, two, and two and four years is nice, but another loss. What do you? So, how do you? How does this game compare to? How do you felt versus Niners three years ago, and then the Bucks two years ago? Niners, you were probably as excited because it had been fifty years, right, since they last made it. So, it was probably ecstatic on its own. Yeah, I was really excited for the Niners games. I was living in Korea at the time. Um, yeah, I think I, sh- I shed a tear six thousand when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I also shed a lot when they uh, won the AFC Championship, considering the the trophies named after the owner. Uh, the original owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, actually the the Dallas Texans is what they were founded in 1960 and then became the Chiefs in 63 when they moved to Kansas City. Anyway, the AFC or the AFL um, at the time, Lamar Hunt was the guy who helped merge the AFL and the NFL and created the Super Bowl. And then um, Chiefs were actually in Super Bowl one, the loss of the Packers, 35 to 10. You know and where they, that game was played? Uh, I don't remember. Rose Bowl. Oh, okay. Pasadena. Oh, Very nice. Sir. Actually, I shouldn't say. I might have been the, oh, I'm sorry. It was the L.A. Coliseum, but it's still L.A. L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Very nice. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, then the Chiefs beat the Vikings who in Super Bowl four, and the Vikings are own four in the Super Bowl, if That's I remember right. right. You're right. They yeah. haven't been back since the 70s, though. The Vikings haven't. I think they lost four in six years. I think you're right. Or over, or maybe like four, seven or eight, but definitely four times in a small time span. Almost as sure. bad as the Bills. No one's going to beat right. the Bills. That's right. Oh, There's no, no way. way no one's going to lose four Super Bowls in four years. <laughs> And right. then the Bengals are 0 4 now, too, in the Super Bowl. 0 oh, 3. 0 oh, 3. 0 oh, 3. They okay. lost the Niners twice and then now it's the Rams. Oh, yeah, okay. 0 yeah, oh, 3. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that sucks. I don't know what's worse, like going that many times and not winning or not going at all. That's a great question. That's a great question. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, I mean, what do you say? Like, you're the second best team in football, but four years in a row, and no one really cares about the Super Bowl. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. it's a failure of you know you know the only one team holding the trophy. So yeah, it's, absolutely. That's that's rough. And so, those fans have to sustain misery because they can't get they can't get over the hump. They struggled their team to do it and still walk, couldn't get to the championship game this year. Two years in a row lost before the championship game. Not yeah, not that team. Rough. And it, it, we all. I mean, we could all. I mean, people can argue, but I think Josh Allen did not improve this year. Honestly, I think he regressed. Yes. Got more care got more careless with the ball. But she yeah. had tendencies to do that, but um Oh, Kenna's gonna leave us and go to bed right now. It's you know about eight forty five, so it is about her bedtime. That's it's right. an eighteen month year old. Yes, yes. Well we'll miss you, Kenna. Have a good have a good sleep. Yeah, sleep well. And uh yeah, Steve, I think well we're gonna rank our top five QBs. I figured that out figure that out in our production meeting. We'll rank our top five current QBs here before we Oh current QBs? We go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I like we'll that. We'll do that. That way we can see where Josh Allen falls. Yeah, he's um, going to fall. I think last year I rated him way too high. 
I was on the Josh Allen hype train. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I, I was certainly I, – I didn't really like the Bills. I thought they were overhyped, but it was hard not to buy into the hype. I mean, they had a great team. Allen's just – they're a tough team to stop because Allen's so mobile. But, again, carelessness. And Bill and Bengals just dominated that game. I mean, they just ran ran right down their throat. They dominated the line of scrimmage. I mean, Bills could do nothing in that game. Yeah. So. Speaking of the Bills, though, I remember after the first game of the season, that Thursday night, the Bills and yeah. Rams, I remember getting my texts – or my phone blowing up with text saying the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Like, who in the world's going to stop the Bills? Distinctly remember that. You should go back I, and reply uh, to those messages right now. I could I could call them out if I if I want to, but I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll spare them. They actually weren't like Bills fans telling me that because I think Bills fans know better. Right. That's unfortunately, right. Yeah. but I mean I, I want them to win. You know, a Super Bowl um, eventually. Um, not really at the expense of the Chiefs, but that's just me talking. But like the Bills win the Super Bowl. It'd be good to get that one out of the way for him. So. Maybe a year when Mahomes is hurt or obviously 15 years and he retires. Yeah. Give him one. Yeah, I'm fine with that. See, nice for me. I, the Browns got to stay. Browns and Lions. Lions, I don't mind. They're, you know, they're bringing too much hype recently. But Browns are always number one most hated team for me. And I never want them to win. Who do you think the most hated team in the, in the NFL is historically and present? Ooh. That's a great question. Historically, I feel like it's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, maybe Raiders. But they're still irrelevant now. They're probably not really hated anymore. Okay, historically, though. You think – I would say Raiders or Cowboys. Probably There's, Raiders. Probably they're, Raiders. They're both uh, polarizing. Right. And so. I think the the Raiders have less love – a lot of love for the Raiders. But less people love the Raiders than the Cowboys. So it's more hate for the Raiders. So I feel like they would have to be historically the most hated team. Okay. And they were really good in the 70s, obviously, too. Ridiculous. In the 80s. So yeah. what, what, what do you say? Historically? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, good question. I mean, I asked it, but I didn't really have an answer in mind. <laughs> I mean, honestly, based on my childhood, I, I want to say it's the Cowboys. Right. I love that. I love that. Because you, I mean, I haven't really met anybody that's like, meh, with the Cowboys. Right. It's either you love them or hate them. Right. I mean, I lived in Texas for a while, and I'm uh, fortunately moving back. Um, but, like, yeah, the, I mean, living in Texas, the Cowboys are in the news cycle 24-7. Um, but what's like if but if you're a te- if you're in Texas and you don't like the Cowboys, then it's just like it's so annoying. Probably miserable, yeah. 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 That's all they talk about. I'd probably say Dallas is present day probably the most hated. I, mean, I would say that maybe the Patri- Patriots with Brady probably surpassed Dallas. Good point. Yeah, that was our childhood too. Right. But now I think Patriots are pretty much irrelevant. And Dallas, again, Dallas is irrelevant, but I think the fact that they're always hyped leads people to hate them, obviously, because they're like, why are they hyped? Yeah. So I'd say probably Dallas has retaken the claim as the most hated team. Where do you in think the, Where do you think the Chiefs fall now? I think we were talking off air before. I think they're probably they're edging up there. I think because they've been so good. I mean, I mean people most people do like Mahomes who I've talked to. They they yeah. like Mahomes. Some people don't, but they you know, he's a likable guy. He plays hard. He's electric as you said. Um no scandals really. Obviously, they don't like his brother or wife. That kind sure. of tints his image. But I think, you know, they they're getting to be too good that it's like the teams are just or people are just getting tired of them. Yeah. So I'd probably say Chiefs are top 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 five. Gone from like maybe six or seven to like four with yeah. the, with, this, with this other Super Bowl run. You know, I think Steelers are up there. Packers. Yeah, I was gonna say the Packers. Probably Eagles because they're fans. Like that's Raiders. I mean, again, Raiders aren't really relevant, but I'm sure people still hate just like the the Raider image. Yeah. You know. So yeah, Chiefs are climbing. But it's good. I mean, if you have that much success, obviously bring on the haters. You know, I wish Dallas could have the success like the Chiefs and be hated. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, though, Mahomes is likable. Andy Reid's likable. It's yeah. just a matter of when teams win too much. You know, 
fans fans get tired of it. Speaking of uh, Big Red, <clears throat> aka Andy Reid, <laughs> Waffle House aficionado, is that is that really the playbook he's reading during the game? Or is that the Waffle House menu? I mean, no one funny. really knows. <laughs> <laughs> Calling the All Star Special the Griddles with hash. I mean, come on, man. Um, That's right. I think That's I saw right. some prop bets out there. Talking about what is Andy going to be doused in if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Like it wasn't Gatorade color. It was like what kind of sauce? Like ranch, barbecue, ketchup, mustard, honey mustard, honey roasted mustard. You never know. Or is he going to hold a cheeseburger if he wins instead of Lombardi? I mean, these are the questions I'm seeing on my on my feed. So. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. Somewhat legitimate. Um, not like Big Red. So really cool fact right now is I he's the most winningest coach in the Eagles history. And then if he wins the Super Bowl, obviously as the Chiefs coach now, he will be the wing, winningest coach in Chiefs history. Who will he pass, Hank Stram? It's either Hank Stram or Marty Schottenheimer. Okay, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. A lot of great storylines. I mean, I don't really take too much stock in the first two black quarter, two black starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, but that is, it, it is, it is historic. Who's the first one? The Washington Redskins. Oh yeah, Doug, Doug, Doug Williams. Doug Williams. Yeah, eighty. Super Bowl twenty three, I think. Twenty two. Eighty seven season. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who do they play against? If you remember. Uh, your boys, the Broncos. One of their many Super Bowl losses. Was Elway with them by then? Yeah. He had to be early on. Elway's it was career. Elway's uh, second Super Bowl loss. Yeah, because they lost Giants, Redskins back to back. Broncos did because the Broncos beat the Browns both those years. One time the drive, one time the fumble. Okay. And then lost both Super Bowls, which is awesome, of course, that they beat the Browns, I mean. And for your sake, that they lost. Yeah. And then they got blit- – they- two years later, they got just destroyed by San Fran, 55-10. to 10. Also beat the Browns that year in the AC title game. Was that got the, destroyed by was San the Super Fran. Bowl, 55 yeah, 20- Su- yeah, Super Bowl 24. Oh, that makes the Chiefs' loss to the Bucks not as bad then. Right. That was, what, 31-9? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, ironically, about 55-10, if Dallas still the great Super Bowl 27 – Leon let that fumble return. If he yeah. didn't get stripped, that would have set the record for points in the Super Bowl, surpassing that Niners team. But, of course, great hustle by Don Beebe. Dallas couldn't have one more extra moment of glory. But I miss those days when they were winning Super Bowl 52-17. So that was my childhood, but not really because I don't remember it. So it's kind of sad. But we'll see. We'll see. That see extra divisional loss again coming again. Yeah, unfortunately for Dallas fans. But obviously you mentioned the storyline, Andy Reid. Coach against his old team, of course, the Kelsey brothers. I mean, the Super Bowl is just a great – I mean, there's there's never a shortage of storylines. You know, two number one seeds. I love – I mean, it's number one pass offense versus number one pass defense. And I realized, or I found out, it's happened three twice before. Both times the defense won. Yeah. Bucks destroyed the Raiders. And then Super Bowl 40, 48, Seahawks-Broncos. Obviously, Seattle just dominated that game. So I still don't think the Chiefs will get owned like that. But it's tempting to take the Eagles because of that – you know, historical historical trend. Top two teams in sacks as well. So it'll be a great matchup. It'll be a great matchup. Fox is lucky to have it. I know, I mean, everybody listening to this will be tuned in. So it's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, I think, awesome. I think the uh, spread right now is Eagles one and a half, which, I mean, which is like as close as you can get to a push, right. I think is what they call it. Right. <laughs> push, that's right. That's right. So as a Chiefs fan, I'm biased. So, I mean, I don't know how much my opinion matters when it comes to talking this Super Bowl. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter anyway because it's just my opinion. But hey, I know I, I think it it's it's interesting how I mean, I'm glad the Chiefs aren't favored because um, I think Mahomes feels like he has something to prove. 
Um, and that's not to say that Jalen Hurst doesn't have doesn't feel like he has something to prove because I feel I still feel like there's a lot of doubters out there right. with Jalen. Right. Um, and I'm not sure if there's doubters with Pat with uh, Mahomes anymore, but there's more haters. So that's I think a great point. Skip Bayless comes to mind. Yeah, I think it's more of a hater than a, a doubter with Pat, and there could be doubters. I think there would be more doubters with Pat if they would have lost to the Bengals. Yes, that's a great point. But since they finally surpassed the the Bengals mountain, whether or not you think the refs helped or not, um, questionable calls. So I'll admit it. But the fact of the matter is, the Chiefs still outplayed them in the stat book on every category except for rushing yards, where the Bengals beat them by about sixteen. I think it was forty eight to thirty two rushing yards. So rushing, even in the cold uh, winter night in Arrowhead, it wasn't you know rushing wasn't really there, which is kind of surprising because usually the elements. When it's really bad elements, it usually, um, you know, it usually indicates a, sh- a stronger run game, or the run game is more important than the pass game when it's bad out. Granted, right. it wasn't like snowing or raining, but it was still frigid. Probably not as as cold as the tundra up in uh, Green Bay, but it's still worthy of, you know, a cold game. They said it felt like four degrees or so most of the night with the so wind yeah. chill. Yeah, definitely yeah, very surprising. Yeah, but those boys out there have so much adrenaline going. Um, I don't know if it really phases them. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. Just it's crazy to me. So this is totally off tangent, but it's, it's mind blowing to me when people don't think professional athletes really want it or aren't out there grinding. Now I can understand the argument in the NBA during the regular season. Um, I, I, me personally, I tune into the NBA really um, during the postseason, that's really the only time I watch it. Now, since I'm moving to San Antonio, I'll probably pay more attention and be a jump on the Spurs bandwagon since I've never had an NBA team before. But when it comes to football and people are like, oh, I only like college football because there's so much more passion in it. It just blows my mind. <laughs> it, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it um, in the time frame we have, but like those professional NFL players out there who, I mean, it's their lifeblood – Right for, I mean, it's been their lifeblood, you know, since middle school, playing football, and even before then, and they're out there on the grand stage, like they want it, they want to play. Um, I, I think sometimes it gets lost that they're also, you know, humans and have emotions. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but well, football's not a game you can half-ass either. No, right, I mean, like hockey, like you half-ass, you're gonna get hurt. Gotta get hurt. Absolutely. So I think you're exactly right. Again, only 17 games. I mean, guys, again, you don't play football if, if you're a pansy. I mean, <laughs> some, of, some of the hits and stuff, like I, I tell you, don't, you don't want to get hurt, don't play football. But again, right. so most guys, it's like, yeah, you can't play if you're a pansy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. But I did grow up in Kansas City, so the, I mean, being a, around professional football in terms of fan bases and in a city that, you know, lived or died by football, professional football. It might be different than if I grew up in the SEC where it's kind of like a, also a way of life, SEC football down there. I mean, I I guess I can understand it, but the notion that the NFL is less passionate than, you know, than, than college football just blows my mind. Right. So absolutely. That's a great point. And then the, um, the arguments that like, it's always, I always laugh at the arguments um, when it comes to like the best, college football team in the nation right now, Georgia, rightfully so, um, plays against the worst NFL team. Oh, it always man. blows my mind how people think, like, for the for instance, this year's Georgia team can be the Texans. Right. It just blows my mind. Because if you think about it, um, I don't know, like, 
seven or eight guys from the best college team in football may get drafted to the NFL, but then like like majority of those guys, even on the best team in college, aren't going to play in the NFL. Right, and the NFL has fifty two guys that were drafted, not eight. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right. I don't know how people. I don't know how serious people are when they like throw that on Facebook, but I think some people <laughs> really believe it, and it's, it just blows my mind. There's no way, like, the t- the top like college football. So high school football, there's a certain speed, there's a certain strength. College football, it's really amped up, especially if you're like a junior and senior and had time to develop as you age. And then you know people in the NFL talk about like there's still even like a five to 10% difference between the speed and size and strength and um, acumen and instincts of NFL right. players compared to college. I mean, it, it's five to 10% better right. than, than it was in college. And that makes a huge difference, enormous difference. But like, yeah, I say all that to say like, there's so much passion with these, these players um, in the NFL. So just, you know, it means a lot to them. No way, man. And I think that's, that's why you see like spread quarterbacks and spread offenses not succeed in the NFL because you're not going to exploit a speed gap. No. You're not going to exploit a D-line in the NFL. I mean, again, you might have a good matchup and you might commit to it, but you're not going to do it for a full season Correct. because these guys, they watch film on you. They're the best athletes, best players in the world. I mean, they're not just going to – you're not going to uh, get cute with them and just no. out-athletic them no. in the NFL. Yeah, they're all pretty equal athletically. Right. Yeah, I mean, linebackers are running four four speed and, and laying guys out. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, well, right? It's absolutely yeah. I mean, so there's the margin of difference between each NFL like team and each each position category is so small. It really comes down to instincts, study. Um, I don't know what other slight edges people have, but physically, I mean, most of those guys are there. There's a reason they're there physically. It just really comes down to study and instincts and leadership. Right. Amen. And, and well, and coaching too. That, that's still like. People think coaching's like not as important. Maybe maybe some people do, but I, th- I think there's this notion that people think because these guys are in the NFL, they are the coaching doesn't become as relevant because right. they're already in the NFL and they're already superior. Um, but as you can see, I mean, throughout the years, like if your team does not have a good coach, aka Cl- Kingsbury, right? Like poverty, man. Well, not poverty, but mediocre mediocrity. Like, I'd say poverty's apt, though. It could apply. Like, well, I think we talked about Josh Allen regressing a little bit earlier. He had Brian Dayball the last three or four years as an OC, and look what happened this year. Now, granted, Josh still had a great year by compared to most quarterbacks, but definitely not his best year. Like, coaching still matters. Look at Andy Reid, man. Still, like, 20-something years in coaching, and this has to be – he's – how many Super Bowls have he been to now? Four or five? This is his fourth. He's, he's been to so he's been to like eight championship games now. Four with the Eagles, five with the well nine I think. I think he went five with Philly because they made five. four straight. Finally won one, then lost to Arizona, okay. and so five plus five, ten. Wow, so ten. How about that, yeah. that's crazy. So I mean, half his coaching career he's been in the championship game. Well, you summed it up too. If the talent is similar, then coaching preparation, absolutely instincts have to give you the edge, leadership, and what else would there be? Yeah. You know, like there's not, I mean, yeah, some teams have more talent than others, like the scrub team, like Houston, uh, um, yeah, the the Raider, the Raiders actually have a lot of talent, but like Washington, teams like that, uh, Atlanta, they're not, their talent's not very good. There's, but again, it's it, the coaching either equalizes that or it exposes that. 
And if they're equal, then again, if, if talent's equal, then obviously coaching, you know, decision-making, things like that, that's what's going to be the edge. Decision-making. What's up with these coaches these days? Like, there's so many... I, I, know. I, don't, I know. I don't know. When you were growing up, um, I mean, we grew up pretty much the same time period. Right. But, like, I don't remember so many coaches going for it on fourth down. Like, I remember as a kid, like, why don't they go for it more on fourth right. down? And now it's, like, totally shifted. Yes. Where they're always... Yeah, you know, going forward on fourth down, and then if they don't get it, it's like, it's like football, like travesty, man. It's it's rough. That's a great point. Our, our boy Adam, big analytics guy, he'll tell you that it's probably for the best. But I agree, it's gone way too far. They used to be too conservative, now they're way too liberal with it. I mean, it's it's <laughs> like, I mean, look at look at the Chargers against the Browns. I never forget this October, like week five, fourth and two, their own forty-five, and they go for it. they're up they're up three points. I'm sorry, two points, fourth and two, own forty-five, and they go for it and don't get it. Of course, the Browns missed a kick. Serves them right. Yeah. But it's like, how can you be that stupid? I Ugh. mean, again, it's, it's, it's hubris. That's one reason I thought the Bengals take a step back because Zach Taylor's a big hubris guy. But obviously their talent was too much that it didn't matter. But you're exactly right, man. It's gone way too far. Way too far. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, my, my buddy makes fun of me because I'll, I'm such an anti-kicker guy, but I'm such a big take-the-points guy. Because hopefully I have a kicker that can make a damn 41-yard field goal. Always count on Tucker. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Without a doubt, man. That guy's money. Exactly. Either way, it's gone way too far in the gambling direction. These teams act like they only have one possession left in the game. Yeah. I mean, first quarter, punt the ball, play the field position, get it back. I mean, if it's inches or fourth and one, okay, maybe. But that's in, in opponent's territory. If you're on, like, your own 19, just punt it, man. punt it, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't understand that. Makes and, no sense. And the Kingsbury thing, you know, I, I think there's more than just the racism allegation about why black coaches aren't hired. But I will say the NFL that has a bad habit of recycling the same failed candidates. In right. The Look at Adam Gase. That man, Adam Gase, got two head coaching jobs. How? That's, it's hard, it's with, hard to defend that. With the Jets? <laughs> Dolphins, then Jets. Dolphins, then Jets. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's just who, that's who horrible. Who else has been recycling right now? McDaniels? Uh, McDaniels from yep the Raiders. That's a great point. Failed at Denver. I mean, 12 years later, leaves New England, who, again, great system in New England, and then goes to Raiders. Hugely talented team. Tanked, of course. Which, again, we called that one right, and the Cardinals, so we're proud about that. But, yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Uh, You look at, let's see, I mean, uh, of course, drawing a blank now, but there's a plethora of candidates that have been shuffled through. And, and look at Kellen Moore from Dallas, right? He gets fired from Dallas. I think he's a decent OC, but I don't think he'll do much for the Chargers. He didn't do much for Dallas. He's up and down as a play caller. Yeah. I was hoping the team would hire him as head coach because then he'd get out of there, bring someone else in there. Sure. I mean, look at the Saints coach even. Uh, what's his name? Um, Dennis Allen. He failed. He, he was only the interim Cardinals, coach, right? I believe. Was it the Cardinals I think, or the uh, I think Raiders, actually. Raiders, okay. Raiders, yeah. So it was like 11, 12 years ago when they fired a coach every single year. But, you know, he got canned after an interim stint. And, of course, he comes back as a head coach with the Saints. And what did you expect? Lovey Smith, right? Lovey Smith. He's had multiple head coaching gigs? Yes. Yeah, because that's true. And it, Now, he was pretty good with the Bears, but the Bucks, he wasn't that good. And, obviously, Houston, he kind of got a raw deal. But, again, yeah. he wasn't really that good of a job. Who's a coach for Houston now? D'Amico Ryans? Yeah, that's hire. I think that's a pretty good hire. He's the D coordinator or San Fran? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good hire. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, Adam Gase, Dennis Allen, these type of guys. I mean. Who's the guy who said let him off the hook? We Dennis are Green. Authority. Dennis R.I.P. Green. Oh, okay. R.I.P. Okay, yeah, okay, Dennis okay, Green. Okay. Yeah, good call. Great rant as well. Great rant. Yeah, great rant. One of the best. But it is. It is. Yeah, so, I mean, it's – it's. I don't know. I mean, I think it, it – like the Browns, I feel like they hired um, – well, yeah, Hugh Jackson. Browns hired Hugh Jackson after a stint with the Raiders. He was decent, 8-8. Eight and eight, But the guy coached one season, went 8-8. Eight eight, you bring him in for a rebuilding team. He was like 3-32-1. 
332-1 was his record. With the Browns? Yeah. And again, horrible. They had a horrible team. What did you expect to happen? That's miserable, man. So. When was he with the Raiders? Hugh Jackson. I think, again, 2011. I think he, like. So after Jamarcus Russell? Yes. Okay, right after? Yeah. Because they traded for Derek Carr that year. I'm sorry, not Derek Carr. Carson Palmer. And then they were, like, decent. Eight and eight. That was the year, like, the Broncos won the West at, like, eight and eight. Oh, yeah, the Broncos won the West, like, a bunch bunch of times in a row, right. if I remember right. And so, anyway, he's so decent with the Raiders. But, again, I wouldn't really say one 8-8 eight eight stint makes a guy qualified to be NFL no, head coach. Not one bit. So, especially if, if you other guys out there. So, anyway. But, again, same crop of coaches recycled. Kingsbury, like you said, they again had a losing record in the Big 12. You know how easy it is to win six games in college? You can play three cupcakes in non-league and get three league wins. Yeah. Couldn't even do that with Mahomes. Yeah, it's, it blows my mind. But as you said, failed up to be with the Cardinals. What did you expect to happen? Yeah, that makes no sense. Now they're re- rebuilding again, and their quarterback has a torn ACL. Shocking. Any thoughts on that? Tara Tara's back now. On who? We were failed talk- coaches getting second chances. Uh-huh. Like Kingsbury, Adam Gase, people like that. No, I don't really have any cares. We kind of started talking about why what separates NFL teams and coaching was something that we brought up because, I mean – I mean, look at all these coaches that have had sus- sus- yeah, sustained success throughout the years. Andy Reid has brought up Belichick, mm-hmm. brought up. I mean, I guess we can talk about San Fran's coach now. Shanahan, Shanahan yeah, he's been pretty solid. Sustained solid. success, even though he hasn't had this. He hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, right? Correct. Correct. Was he the Falcons OC when they lost? Yep. Oh my goodness, man! So they didn't run it that year. Didn't run it with San Fran against the Chiefs, and yeah, then of course. <laughs> Big blown lead. Twenty and ten, yeah. And I'll say that that Chiefs Niners game. I, I before I knew you, obviously, Steve. I, I was rooting for San Fran because I wanted a defensive team to win. Had that game won, twenty to ten. Had that game won and didn't run it. Chiefs had got that third and twenty seven on the wasp play or whatever. Changed the whole game. Yeah, third and fifteen. But it could have been a third and twenty seven by where uh, Patrick. Oh, that's threw right. The yeah, ball yeah, from, yeah. Like so, twelve yards behind the line of scrimmage. Right. So you got to kill the beast when you got him, man. That was such a memorable Super Bowl. Because we were watching it at like six a.m. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And there was that really obnoxious Niners fan. Super obnoxious. Like obno- I was like, I just. Well, I, I already felt- don't like the Niners, but then I really didn't want the Niners to win. I feel like there was a lot of Niners representation. That's there. funny. It's just weird. That's because they're the most bandwagon team. Like, I don't know. The, the, most the Niners don't exist. <laughs> they don't. Conspiracy theory. I like that, Tara. I like uh, that. Faithful to the Bay. That's what they say. Yeah. Only when they're like decent. Yeah, that's true. I mean, th- I think they're gonna be decent for years to come. They have the probably top to bottom the best overall lineup, but just quarterback thing is just like yeah, always up in the air. I know Brock Purdy had success, but well, we'll, we'll see what happens next year. They should definitely go with Purdy over Trey Lance, but we'll see if they actually do. Yeah, I didn't think Trey Lance was a great pick by them. I agree. No, no, no. I think that that draft class with QBs. I think I wanted Justin Fields to be the number one. Amen. Um. Who else was in that draft class? There's well, Lawrence went first. I think that was a good pick. Okay, so yeah, I think Fields or Lawrence is the one or two. Right. Should have been it. Fields easily over Wilson and easily over Lance, I think. Oh, yeah, Zach Wilson. I was like, <laughs> I, was, I, I was scratching my mind. Like, why did they draft him number two? What did they see? Like, the most pro- I mean, just the most proven guys in that college class were Lawrence and Fields. Right. I mean, there's no question. Like, Wilson? Trey Lance? Like, come on. I don't understand. <sighs> gonna upset some people i just don't understand draft drafting high on the like small school quarterbacks oh, i agree started 15 games at an fcs school and that's a franchise guy 
Come on. Carson Wentz? Right. Look at Wentz, yeah. I mean, they have maybe fool's gold success, but not sustained success. I think a lot of people can have fool's gold success. Uh, but once the scouting comes out, I mean, it's... Exactly. Not great for them. Fool's gold, great term. You're exactly right. Uh, so let's, let's, let's rank our top five QBs here as of Super Bowl week 2023. Uh, I need to defer to my phone to see all the QBs right now. Yeah, go ahead. Do you want, you want to do this too, Tara, or no? Oh, I have no opinions. You want about your boy Stafford? I don't think he's like a top five. No, I know. So I'll start. As, as are, are we going like during their career? Or Let's just, just say like this based, year. Based on this season, who's left? Like Brady's out because he retired. So who's left? Did he retire? Well, as of press Brett time. Park? If he comes back again, I think this is ridiculous. I mean, but he could. It's happened. He could. That would be. I'd also kind of enjoy that. It'd be funny. But uh, you could be right. It would be kind of funny. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. I, I would put Brady. T- Actually, I probably wouldn't have thought anymore. He looked pretty rough this year. I mean, decent at times, but just looked rough and, you know, physically rough as well. I think he had a lot going on. He did. I think he still, fault, he still finished third overall in passing yards. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's great, but it, it's a stat pad. I mean, because they, yeah. they had to throw it 50 times a game. They had no run game. No. If you're a 45-year-old quarterback throwing it that much, you're not going to be very good. What happened to Leonard Fournette? Line had injuries. They just, I don't know. They couldn't run the ball at all. So, no, I, I guess, all right, I would put Brady top five if he was still playing, but I'm going to leave him off because he's allegedly, yeah. allegedly done. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. But number five, I got to go with the man Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think Herbert. That's, that's a fair pick. Herbert has a lot to prove. Uh, Lawrence has a lot more to prove. Hurts, you know, he's done a great job. He's done a great job. You, do you have a fifth one, Steve? I'm going to go do mine and you do yours. I don't think mine's going to be much different from yours. Yeah, t- it, it, and top three is pretty easy, I think. Uh, four for me, though, I got to go with Rodgers. I got to go with Rodgers. Certainly not a great year for him this year, but they were in playoff contention still. Yeah. He played well, and he had a four-time MVP. I'm not going to leave him off the list. Well, he didn't have like, a whole lot to work with, honestly. Right. In the first half of the season, they were just kind of all new and trying to gel. Right. And they, they played well the second half of the season. Right. And I think LaFleur is certainly a fool's gold coach. Yeah. I think he benefited from obviously having Rodgers, the weapons around him. Yeah. And Rodgers, I'm sure, is a pain in the ass to work with. But still, I don't think we'll so was that good. What a weird dude. Yeah. Uh, and again, third, again, top three is probably just maybe a different order. But third, I got Josh Allen. Certainly regressed this year. But, I mean, he's a great quarterback. He, you know, with his legs, hard to bring down, rocket arm. And two, two if, if Burrow would have won, I would have gone Burrow at two. But Mahomes outplayed him. Burrow threw two picks. So Burrow two and then old old Patty at one. No, no, you know, there's really no dispute. I don't think that Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. Has been for, I mean, maybe you said Brady a few years ago, but I'd say Mahomes. I don't. Know, I guess Rodgers too, but clearly now Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league to me. So, I'm sure your five is similar to mine. Yeah, I mean the top three are for sure the same. Mahomes is one. Burrow is two. Allen's three. Four and five, that's tough. I mean, I'll throw Hurts in there. I don't know if he's four or five in Rodgers. I mean, it's, I mean, it's really hard to ar- argue that. I mean, I guess you could say Herbert, but he just, I guess, proven in the playoffs, he's just Herbert's just not there. Right. Something, something seems he, off. He's so talented. He, I mean, ter- Herbert is definitely talented. He's definitely no, no doubt, top ten quarterback, but like a top five, it'd be tough to argue. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and like like you said, I mean Rogers, I mean played really, ended up playing pretty well. I'm looking at the current NFL quarterbacks right now. 
Yeah, I mean, I really don't have much more to say on that, I guess. I mean, I'm fine with what you said. Hurts at five, Rogers at four. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure most people would have a similar list. Top ten might be a little dicey. At the end, it's really, I don't think there's a lot of ten quarterbacks that are in, like, in this ten being in the same category. Like, you've had to put probably Cousins in there, even Jared Goff after that year. But who's trusting Cousins or Goff? No way. No way. So, I mean, it's kind of like by default. There's not many great quarterbacks. There's I guess, a lot of decent ones. I guess Lamar Jackson, where's he, where's he at right now? He's, I mean, he's been injured so much. Yeah, it's hard to say. I think he's top 10 when healthy. But he's got yeah. hurt in two years in a row. I mean, in, if he's not running, he's certainly not top 10. So, at most quarterbacks, if they get hurt, it increases their value. But for him, I feel like it made it, it, made it less likely he's going to get paid because he's, he, they can't rely on him. Yeah. They're not going to pay a guy $230 million who's getting hurt for – half the season and can't run who do you think is the most exciting quarterback like not like established right now like a younger quarterback i would say justin fields absolutely agree yeah i mean he has no line the man I and mean, he had like he was rushing for 120 125 yards a game he was electric watching him run the ball some yeah. of these plays he'd break out it's like you know vintage vic yeah amen 60 yard incredible. runs 70 yard runs i mean throw too yeah 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 bears I really don't like, but I like Fields. If they get him some weapons, they're an intriguing team next year. I like it. Yeah. I'm yeah, with yeah. it. I'm with it. Well, speaking of which, let's uh, – we did this last year, so let's go through. We'll say a team most likely to go from worst to first. Uh, I don't know if I committed this last year. I think I did say Jacksonville on air. Kind of hedged my bet, but they ended up being first place partially because their division is so bad. But worst to first. So let's see. We got Who are our choices? We got uh, Jets. Right Jets, Browns, of course. They came in last. <laughs> the, the Jets is last. I mean, they had a, they were really hyped in the beginning of the season. They were well, like first half of the season, the, right. mid, the midpoint of the season, they were pretty hyped. Uh, Texans were last. Broncos were last, which is funny. Uh, no, Commies yeah. were last, but won eight games, so not bad. Uh, Bears were last, and then I think like the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints all tied for last with the same record. Naturally. They did. And then sadly, Tara... No, I'm sorry. The cards, the cards were last, not well, Tara's we Rams. There you go. We were not far. One game ahead of them. That's right. So Cardinals were also last. Yeah, it's tough. Actually, it's a lot tougher this year, I feel like, to say that. Because not, they're kind of all bad teams, you know? I guess these are supposed to be Broncos. But in first place, I mean, they're not going to be... They're not going to out-duel out the Chiefs. But in terms of actually being good, I think you could say Denver. I think Denver. it was kind of embarrassing for the Broncos. No, it was. So even with Sean Payton, there's a lot of question marks about Russell Wilson. So I think he's done. He could be. Uh, I'm not, not going to count him out. So worst to first, I'm, uh, I, I don't want to say commies, but no one ever repeats in the NFC East. So I could see the commies making a push to be first place. I mean, but again, no quarterback, though. I mean, they, they weren't bad, though. I mean, right. Eight and eight, and, eight, one. eight and one, yeah. Stupid tie in the NFL. That's so stupid. Well, you're right. She counts a loss. Absolutely. She counts a loss. Again, not the, not the Jets because they got the Bills. So... Um, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bears. Whoa, that's what I was thinking. All right, in sync, in sync. I was thinking the Bears because the the Vikings are fools gold. Amen. Very fools gold. Rodgers is probably out. Certainly can't trust the Lions. Sorry, Adam. Can't trust the Lions at all. So give me give me, give me Justin Fields, our boy. Okay, I will I will say though. I know I just said the Bears, but the Falcons kind of seem intriguing because oh, like because of the NFC South like being lackluster in general. Right, and Brady out. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That I mean, hell, it's only a one-game turnaround for them because they're like one game out. They were like, yeah. I think three teams were seven and ten, weren't they? Yeah, why not the Falcons? So, yeah, it's like a win, win two more games in the division. <laughs> uh, I like that. Commanders, Cardinals were last. 
no way they're taking over the 49er. I mean, that 49er, Seahawks, I mean, the Rams can definitely be good, so. Right. No way it's the Cardinals. I think the Rams started figuring it out towards the end of the season, but we had so many injuries this year. We just could not get anything go. You had such a bad record starting off, there was no urgency for those injured people to come back and play, too. No. So they just kept them out. They got old Baker. I mean, we had all the The quarterback issues. I'm not sure about the Jets, but the Bills. The Dolphins are sometimes good, so no. The Broncos, no way they're knocking off the Chiefs or the Chargers. Right. The Browns, no, just because it's Cleveland. Amen. The, the Texans, too young. Um, too bad this year. Too much to overcome. But, yeah, I think the Bears and or the Falcons. All right. For sure. Yeah, I'll, st- I'll, I'll go on record and say the Bears. Bears. Uh, since you went Bears, I'll go Falcons. Okay. Then. I All mean, right. the Falcons is kind of a cop-out because it's so close anyway in the yeah. NFC South. But No, it's, you know, it is, it's, that's their last place team. Uh, all right, let's look, let's look up division winner most likely to flop next year. Division winner from this year most likely to flop in 2023. So we had Bills that won, Bengals, Jeez. Jags, Chiefs, obviously, Eagles, Vikings, Bucks, and Niners. Uh, well, it looks like it's going to be – I don't know what they're going to do in Tampa with the, the Bucks. Right, that's an easy – I guess we'll say flops will certainly miss the playoffs – I don't think we're saying last place, but definitely missing in the playoffs next year. Bucks are gonna miss the playoffs. Yeah, but Bucks are an easy pick without without Brady. Um, Jags, I think, are easy. They should be good, but they're unreliable. AFC South unreliable, so yeah. it's hard to really say how good someone some, how good someone is in that division. I'm gonna say the Vikings though. Yeah, I agree. Pretty boy Kevin O'Connell, Kurt, Kurt Cousins, who I hate. <laughs> uh, Vikings are flopping for sure. Bucks will too, but Vikings are more my bold pick because they're not major fool's gold. Major fool's gold. Looking at the point differential for the season, and they were <laughs> so get this. They they ended up the regular season thirteen and four, and were minus three points on right. the point different the four hundred and twenty four points for four hundred twenty seven points against, which means they they snuck out some you know one two three point games yeah. regularly. Unreal. Well, another miserable franchise. 11-0 in one-score games regular season. Lost the playoff game by one score. You knew it would catch up to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, 49ers had a, had a great points for, points against. 450 points for, 277 points against. I think it's, pro- it's probably one of the biggest spreads. Yeah, it sucks that, that Purdy got hurt, man. I mean, that, that game changes a lot. Obviously, he doesn't go down. And if they challenge that one catch. Yeah. They, uh... Huge differential. All oh, the Bills also did. Yeah. The Chiefs, not so much. The Chiefs um, won a lot a lot of games by five to seven points, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, Chargers twice. Broncos, both Broncos games were close. Raiders game was close the first time. Yeah, I mean, it's, they know how to win. They know how to win. Yeah, it's still, it's still 130 point point differential. So it wasn't like... Oh, really? Okay, it wasn't nice. close, close. But like compared to the Bills, where it was close to 200... And the Niners, that was also close to like two hundred. Pretty remarkable. Yeah, that is. They they both Bills and and Niners both blew out a lot of teams this year. Yeah. All right, let me let me uh, flip the tape as they say. Pause this so we our clock resets. Only get sixty minutes of free uh, studio time here, so we'll 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 pause it, flip it, and then we'll get back to our you know, Super Bowl picks in here. Let's do it. All right, welcome back. Thanks for letting us uh, turn the tape over there. No sponsorships yet for Scoots. Maybe next year. If our guests here share our product out more, maybe get more uh, listeners. Yeah. 
But we got to mention my, my arch nemesis, LeBron, NBA's all-time scoring record. Very impressive feat. I mean, certainly the NBA, in my opinion, is very watered down nowadays. But the guy playing for 20 years, breaking one of the hardest records to break. I'll give him a 10-second shout-out on scoops. Congrats to LeBron for that. MJ's still the best ever, though. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Now we turn to resident Chiefs fan Steve. He's going to give us his key to the Super Bowl four days out as a press time. Give us your main, main key besides the trenches. What's your main key to the game? I kind of stole my thunder there. I was going to talk. Well, I'm going to talk about it anyway. That's fine. Go um, ahead. All you. All you. Yeah, so I, everyone knows what happened when the Chiefs played in the last Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes ended up running 497 yards in the backfield because the O-line was Swiss cheese. They were second and third string O-liners. I, I forget who Mahomes threw the ball to when he was like airborne flying sideways. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he ended up hitting that guy in the head, the receiver in the head. I forgot who it was, who he hit in the head, 20 yards downfield. Remarkable. But, no, the, the Chiefs line, the interior line is so good. Uh, Humphrey, um, Joe Tooney, Trey Smith. Trey Smith was a steal. Brett Veach is uh, the GM wizard. Uh, I don't know how Veach does it year in and year out and like outmaneuvers like most of the NFL GMs. Like I have this right now I'm drinking out of this uh Super Bowl champion cup, glass cup, and I think there's like seven people from this Chiefs team from that year that are still on this year's team. Seven out of fifty three. Wow. <laughs> so I mean what um Veach has done, he's mastermind through through the draft. Um, and through some free agent pickups is phenomenal. So keys to the game, um, Brown or Orlando Brown, allegedly our Pro Bowl left tackle. Um, I say allegedly because he's allowed some of the most pressures this year in the NFL. Him nice. and Wiley combined. The two glaring sore spots on the Chiefs line, both at the tackles. So it's going to be rough stopping the um, Eagles defense there because the Eagles have a pretty stout defense. I'm not sure they get um, – as much credit compared to their offensive line. and the, the Eagles' offensive line is better than the Chiefs. There's no holes there, um, ironically. So the Eagles have the better line. I think what it's going to come down to is the Chiefs, whatever receivers the Chiefs play that, that game, for the Chiefs at least, because right now we're in this predicament where there's like no, – I mean, it, it's kind of – it's kind of – you know, a good thing, too, because no one knows who to game plan for. Everybody knows the game plan for Kelsey, right? right. Kelsey's somehow still going to get, you know, seven or eight catches, 60, 70 yards, no doubt, maybe a touchdown or two, right. pretty much without question at this point. But it's what receiver is going to show up for the Chiefs. Like, during the championship game, it was MVS. Um, Juju was hurt. Juju's been a great addition this year. Um, he was hurt. Um, Nicole Hardman's been out since like week nine or ten, and he's out again, isn't he? He's out again. They, Is yeah. Juju in? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, Kadarius Tony, like he was a phenomenal pickup. Once again, wizardry from Brett Veach getting him from the Giants, who kind of just d- discarded him. He's kind of been revived here in Kansas City. He has right. a couple touchdowns this year, and only a couple games. So hopefully Tony's healthy because he can he can break tackles. Um, Pacheco, man, that dude. I love the way that dude runs because, you know, he gets hit in the backfield. He'll keep going. He'll keep chugging along. And every time you, you watch it during the Super Bowl, watch it. Every time he gets um, tackled, he gets up. 
he runs like two or three more yards downfield and then runs back to the huddle without <laughs> fail. I love it. He gets hit, goes down, then gets up as fast as he can. Doesn't matter what kind of hit was laid on him. Gets up as fast as he can, starts running downfield, acts like nothing happened. I love it. He's a phenomenal motor, motor. And I actually I think this is the X factor in the game is how, how well the Chiefs run the ball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, it, it, again, trenches always is – the key in any football game, as any quote-unquote analyst will tell you. But certainly, because it, it dominates everything. Line of scrimmage, running the ball, protection, everything. Chiefs haven't really had an established run game. Granted, in, in the Super Bowl, when Daryl Williams ran the ball, he got a lot of, like, I wouldn't say garbage time yards at the end, but um, when the Chiefs are already up a touchdown, or no, they were up four points, and they had the ball with, like, a minute left. He broke off for, like, like a 30-yard run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he, he ran the ball pretty well that game, but, I mean, the Chiefs this year also have a better defense. I don't think Pats had a better – granted, the Chiefs' defense is still, like, 15th or 16th overall in the league um, this year, so they're definitely not a laughing stock like they've been in the past. So, P- Pat has the best defense he's ever had as a starting QB, and he has a run game now. Um, that's pretty that's pretty good. That bodes well for us. But, like like I said, though, I think, I think working in Pacheco and um, McKinnon um, – and Pat just taking what the defense gives him because, you know, younger Pat would have tried making the big play every play. And then right. obviously he had Tyreek that was able to make those plays. But that's been the Chiefs' success this year has been diversity and whoever gets the ball. Um, Kelsey's obviously going to get his touches, but when it comes to receiver, nobody knows what receiver is going to get, right. you know, the ball that day. It's been evenly spread out. It's been great. No, that's um, true. One perk of the injuries is harder to game plan. Who's going to be in? No one knows. He'll throw up anybody, as he's seen. Yeah. So it, the the line was huge this year, as it was last year. The running game, obviously, defense. Like we do have a legitimate superstar in Chris Jones. He's a legitimate superstar um, on the defensive side of the ball. But the defense as a whole, as a unit, plays pretty well compared to other Chiefs teams. Uh, for Philly. I mean, I I haven't really watched Philly like a whole lot this year. I think, um, you know, their their line on both sides of the ball is really really good. Both so, sacks, most sacks in the league. Yeah, and and their offensive lines always talked about, rightfully so. A phenomenal offensive line. I think that Lane Johnson guy is phenomenal. Like, yeah. uh, what what tackle? He plays tackle, right? Yeah, he's uh right right tackle. tackle? Yeah, right phenomenal. Tackle. Phenomenal. And Hertz has obviously had a phenomenal season as well. Like so hard to game plan with Hertz. You have to get if you're playing man, you have to like spy on him. Can't just let him roam around there with no spy. Um I mean obviously AJ Brown was a huge pickup. Devonta Smith is a really good player. And so it's really hard for the yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's cool to see that both teams, like both of these teams are probably the best teams in their conferences, which is cool right. to see. Like deserve it wasn't a fluke. Right, last one seeds for both of them. Yeah, like I know since he's no fluke. Now I thought last year since he winning was a fluke, and that really made me mad. Right. If they would have won this year though, since he, I would be like, yeah, they're not a fluke. And I still don't think since he's a fluke. I think the Chiefs and since are really close. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, obviously I would have been upset if the Chiefs wouldn't have, if would have lost a couple weeks ago, but I wouldn't have been upset in the fact that I thought it was a fluke. Right. I would have been like, yes, yeah, since he's legit, they deserve to be there. Last year, you couldn't have told me the same because right. I, thought, I thought it was a fluke the way they came back. But Well, no. Chiefs gave it away with that late blunder of the first half and yeah. the pick in overtime, obviously. Two picks Mahomes in total. So, yeah, I mean, that's 
it was a flukish type of loss for the Chiefs. Yeah. But, no, um, the Eagles being here is no fluke. I know everybody was riding the Niners high, but unfortunately I'm not, I'm not sure if they got a fair shake with Purdy – yeah. You know, going down so early in that game, and then I don't even know who they threw. Josh Johnson. Josh, Josh He's been around Johnson, since yeah. 2008. Yeah. I mean, San really, Diego Gauchos. Can't really, you know, overcome that. Um, Fourth four string quarterback. Although their third string quarterback was phenomenal this year. You're right. For what it's worth. But Eventually, he's going to catch up. The Eagles were with Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are probably the best, you know, consistently best overall team this season in the whole entire NFL. Right. With Jalen Hurts in starting. I mean,. That one game they lost with him starting, it was a, I think, a kind of a fluke penalty with Goddard, their tight end. Oh, against Washington. Oh, good yeah. call. Yeah, like the hold. Or whatever. Yeah, that, that was back. fluky. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. I, I mean, take that call away, and I think the Eagles are undefeated when Jalen Hurts start this season. Right. So right. I, it's it's good. I mean, obviously, as a Chiefs fan, everybody knows I'm really excited the Chiefs are in it, but I think. It can be a strong case that the two best teams made it to the Super Bowl. No doubt. Uh, and like you said, that doesn't always happen. I mean, number one seeds, both both, both in it. I mean, you know what? And again, it should be a great game. Everyone thought Broncos Seahawks would be two, and it was a blowout. So you never obviously know. But yeah, I mean, it's rare you get the two best teams. You know, I think it was in the last 10 years or so, I think Broncos Seahawks, Broncos, Pat, or excuse me, Seahawks, Pats. Um, uh, Panthers, Broncos, I think, were even though Carolina really wasn't on the same level, obviously. Eagles, Pats, two best teams were that year. Um, Chiefs, Niners, I think, yeah, Chiefs, Niners probably were. They were both, Chiefs were two seed, Niners were one. So, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's one and done format. It, it, it's, it's, you know, especially with that home field, it's nice when you see the top team survive. So, I think, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I think Chiefs running the ball, will they commit to it? And, it, you know, that was their passing team, and that's what that's where their bread is buttered. But can they get enough yards on the ground to sustain drives? And can they stop Philly's run game enough? And I saw that, that again, the Philly wins. They're the first team to lead the league in rushing uh, touchdown. I'm sorry, I think rushing, leading rushing overall. And win the Super Bowl since 98, either overall or touchdowns, but one of the two, and win the title since 98. So... Chiefs, can they sustain drives, get a little bit of a ground game going, and can they make the Eagles throw it to win? Get easier said than done, but I think that's what it will come down to, as most games do. Uh, Tara, any thoughts on that? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I'm just here for the game. I don't really – I'm not the type of person that's going to sit here and, like, analyze what's going on. Because your mom, you're too busy. you got other things to do. you're doing. Well, it's also, like, two teams I don't – I mean, I follow the Chiefs, but I don't, like, know – I don't know a lot about them. That's fair, yeah. Here's one for you, Steve. I misspoke. Josh Johnson went to San Diego. It's not the Gauchos. It's the Toreros. Toreros. That's their nickname. So I apologize. I had to, I had to correct the record, though, because Adam would probably call me on it. He'd look it up. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, I would never – I would have taken your word for it. <laughs> I wouldn't have argued that. Tough to argue. But anyway, yeah, so again, it, it should be a great battle. I think two best teams, evenly matched. Like, you, you listen to those Eagles' names. I mean, they're loaded, man. The O-line is great. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Hurts. I really like their coach. I think he's a total tool. But, I mean, he gets a lot out of the voice. Eagles D is great. He uh, was an assistant to Andy Reid at one point with the Chiefs. Was he? Yeah, back when Andy was first here in 2013. Sirian- okay. Sirianni was... Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, Sirianni, yeah. Yeah, he was with the Chiefs. Okay. For a couple okay. years with Andy. I think he left in 2014. 
Okay. <laughs> Coincidentally. That is. That's ironic. Wow. I didn't know that. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. Reed's coaching tree as um, octopus-like tentacles. So yeah. that's good. That's good. Good analogy, man. Thank you. All right, let's get to some prop bets here. Let's start with uh, first touchdown of the game, scored by whom? Terry, why don't you start us off? Travis Kelsey. Yeah, it's pretty safe. Uh, hard to argue that. I'm going to go um, McKinnon. Oh, nice. I on, like on that. On a, a third down play. I like that. Run, run or pass? <sighs> let's go pass. Okay. Pass to McKinnon. Okay. I'm going to go uh, Jalen Hurts run. Okay. I think Eagles get it first, march down the field. Hurts run from about four or five yards out. QB, QB read. Punches it in. I like that. All right. First commercial. What kind of will it be? What what product? It's going to be something woke. Ooh. Any particular company, you think? I think it's going to be that Jesus gets us. If they can afford that much money, then they're, or it's they're in the wrong business. Or it's going to be like uh, 2015, one of the first commercials was like, how to be a better dad. Or that's like, funny. Choose, <laughs> choose kindness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's it's funny. It's going to be something like that. But I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, I don't know. A Coca-Cola commercial. I was thinking that too. I'm gonna say I'll say Toyota. I'll say car, it'll be Toyota. Okay. Toyota. Probably an E V E V commercial. Oh yeah. Definitely in the E V stage of life. Because they got the tax rebates now, so they wrote they raised the price for the they raised the price, the amount of the tax rebate. Smart. Also smart of the government. We'll get into that next week though. Anyway. Toyota E V. Toyota E V. Alright, you got any prop bets for us, Steve? I got a few more. You can go ahead if you got them. Uh Ooh, how many you'll like this one. How many missed We'll count. Combine how many missed field goals and extra points. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So, Bucker, he's good for a missed PAT every game. Always good, every, good, every good, every good game, for right? a missed PAT every game. But then he'll bang home a 50-something yarder, no problem. That's right. Eagles kicker's pretty solid. Um, his I'm name gonna, is eluding me. He's pretty solid, though. I'm going to say three. Wow. Wow. I think they're nervous. Well, if you're going three, I got to go two. I, I was going to go like one and a half and just like, yeah. so I couldn't push. I'll go two, though. I think they'll each miss. I think Bucker missed the PAT, Eagles missed the field goal. I'll go two. Yeah, I was going to go two. I wasn't. Yeah, two. How many sacks in the game? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I would say double digits because the top two in sacks, both quarterbacks are so good. So I'll go, I'll go, I'll go seven. Seven combined sacks. I'm thinking six. Going five. We had this last year. Remember we talked about this last year with the Rams. We did. It was a high number because Bengals' line was so bad. Yeah, it was, it was nine, Swiss cheese. That's what I guessed. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Wow, nice. So you got six. Nice. Bruce, or Mr. T, you got seven. <laughs> and then, uh... You got five? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Kenneth's got five as well. Yeah, Kenneth's got five as well. Kenneth this is the action, man. Kenneth didn't want to go to bed, apparently. I think the <laughs> Eagles are going to win the toss, and they're going to defer... Okay, well, I think I think they'll get the ball first. I think they'll win the toss and receive, actually. And they'll march down the field and score. Uh, it's going to be heads. Chiefs will differ. Okay. You think, who, who's the away team, Chiefs or Eagles? I don't even know. I can't tell you. I think the Eagles are the uh, No, Chiefs are away team. So you think Chiefs win the toss and defer? Yeah. Call heads and win the toss and defer. Okay. Also, I, I think I saw some stats that said eight – out of the last 21 Super Bowls, the team that was wearing a lighter color won. The Chiefs are wearing white. Really? Yeah. Okay, I like that. Good tidbit. Yeah. Good tidbit. Uh, okay, what about non-Travis Kelsey 
with the most receiving yards? Ooh, good question. Uh, thinking it's going to be that Watson guy. For the Chiefs, Chiefs. Justin Watson? Justin Watson? Yeah, oh, for the Chiefs, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, go, we'll say Chiefs player. Not, not Watson and then um, I think Smith will be the most for the Eagles. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll go Smith as well because I think the Chiefs will take away A.J. Brown okay. Um, and Chiefs, I'm going to go I'm gonna go MVS. He had a great game against Bengals. Let's go little Marquez Valdez-Scantling. That's fair. Welcome back, Kenna. She just missed the action, Kenna's didn't back. you? Kenna. What's up? I love your Jasmine BJ's Kenna. Kenna. <laughs> well, she did not like that compliment. <laughs> she might need some time. Princess BJ's. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that, that's a, I think your choice to go. Watson, I like the um, under-the-radar guy. That's good. Yeah, I mean, he was huge uh, for one game against us. And he's been kind of injured. But I'm not – I mean, like I said, I mean, it's like a revolving door of the wide receiver room right now in the Chiefs. Watson hasn't right. played the last couple of weeks, so, I mean, he's due. So, over 100 Eagles rushing yards, over 150. Rushing total? Yeah, for the Eagles. Chiefs, the Chiefs run defense is solid, so I'm going to go under. I'll say under two because I don't think if it's over, Chiefs have a shot at winning. Correct. Not that they just, you know, are guaranteed to win, but I think they will hold them under, under 50. I think if it's over 150, it'll be almost a wrap. Yeah, in terms me too. Because, I mean, it'll keep, the, keep Mahomes off the field. Right. That, I mean, that's a key to victory for the Eagles. They can just establish that run game and burn right. clock. Right, right. Uh, all right. I like, I like the Burkhardt-Olsen team. Burkhart, Burkhart says wide open a lot. Let's let's go a little over under on the wide opens that Burkhart says. Let's I'll set it. Let's set it at nine and a half. Let's go seven and a half on okay. wide opens. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of wide open people this game. I think he should be under. It. He stretches it. He to stretches be it. Some, some tight ones, but that's fair. That's fair. I think it's gonna be under with like six. I'll go under as well. I think the defenses will play better than we think. Yeah, and so it'll be. A lot of tight coverage. Yeah. Not as many openings as they think about, you know, again, guys from, from scheming things up sure. or whatever. Hopefully it's not like a defensive Super Bowl, like the Rams-Pats game. Oh, that yeah. was so boring to watch. That was the worst Super Bowl. Yeah. So come on, do something. That means <laughs> I got the stick. It says, come on, do something. Yeah, and the worst halftime show. Like, what was up with uh, Adam Levine and that? Didn't he go shirtless, right? Yeah, because it was, they were just so boring. Maroon 5 were just like... You know, he expects it to be good, and it was just not. Right. And then he was just, like, losing clothes on stage. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, probably told him. Well, great segue, because let's now predict Rihanna's first song on Sunday. Mm. It's got to be, like, a like a crowd favorite. So, umbrella. Umbrella. I umbrella is a good one. the first one that comes up to my That's mind. the first one I get in my mind, too. That's funny. But, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like she's going to sing it, but I don't think it's going to be the one. I think of right. like. I could say like the "We Found Love." That would be that's a, that's a popular Ooh, that's one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. With, I was gonna go to Serbia, but I'll go. We found love. Yeah. That's a good one. You could go like OG Riri, and it would be like uh, that song, like Mr. DJ. Oh yeah, Mr. DJ. that's a good one. Yeah. What is that song called? Is it called Mr. DJ? Maybe. I don't know. That's Turn a good, good call. Up. I have good to call. look it up. It's a good high school prom song. Back from the day. <laughs> yeah. That was like a super poorly used 
song in a very bad movie. Um, it was Bring It On with Hayden Pantier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice reference, Sarah. Nice Heard that name forever and forever, <laughs> Hayden Pantier. All right, let's get one more, then we'll get to the picks. Fourth down attempts. Over under six total in the game, both oh. teams. Six is a lot. Yeah, it's under. It, it, Sirian is a gambler. I'm not a very good setter over under also, so I'm just kind of winging it. But I, I'll, I'll, let's, the, I think let's the over – so let's go the over under four and a half. Okay. For fourth down attempts in the game combined, four and a half. Okay. What do you say for that? Chiefs will go for one. Chiefs are good for one every game. I don't know enough about the Eagles, though. So, I mean, but, yeah, Sirianni seems like the guy who'd go for it. I'm going to go – I think it'll be five overall. Okay, I'm going to say over. Yeah, over. Because I think it'll be, like, Eagles three times just throughout the course of the game. First three quarters, Chiefs won, and I think one team will have to in the last drive. So, I think it'll be over four and a half. So, what do you say, Tara? I'm going to go under just because. I like that. It's, I mean, it's four and a half or five is a lot. But I just think – Again, Syriana's a gambler. I think they'll get in that gray area, 40, 35-yard line. And I think a team will have to at the end of the game. All right, let's make some picks. Kenna, who do you got? Kenna's got Chiefs, of course. Kenna. You got the Chiefs. Woo! I don't really know. I mean, again, deep pass, the number one pass defense is one against the number one pass offense the previous two times they met up. But no quarter. I mean, Manning was a great quarterback. But, I mean, I think Mahomes, Mahomes can expose the defense more than Manning can because of his – his mobility, which is hampered by his ankle. I also don't think this Eagles defense was as good as that Seahawks defense. So sure. it's hard. Again, I really want to go Chiefs because I think, again, best quarterback. But they're really no, – I mean, Eagles are great. So it's hard. I don't feel too confident with it, but I got to go Chiefs. Let's go 33-28. 33-28 Chiefs. I think they have a late drive, missed the two. They hold off an Eagles drive. Mahomes is on top again. Chiefs by five in Glendale. So before I pick, the Cardinals this year are one in seven in Glendale. Their their home their home stadium one in seven. That's right. <laughs> the Eagles beat the Cardinals this year, so the Eagles are one and zero. The Chiefs beat. It was awesome because I remember hearing Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, on the radio saying he hopes to be back here as the last oh, game nice. of the season. During the first game of the season, when the Chiefs put a. Beat the Eagles pretty handily. The Eagle, or sorry, beat the uh, Cardinals pretty handily. Although the Cardinals scored a lot of gar- garbage points, so right. it was a lot closer. It was like 10, 11 point game at the very end. But the Chiefs won that game pretty well. Put up, hung forty, I think, something like that. But anyway, um, so the Chiefs are one to zero in that stadium this year, this season. So whoever wins <laughs> ends up <laughs> having more wins. In the stadium than the Cardinals did this season, which is complete embarrassment. I do. It's poverty, man. <laughs> I do love that stat. That is major poverty. That's like a Brown stat right there. Brown so stat. So with all that being said, I'm picking with my heart and going with the Chiefs 28-24. Okay. I like that. I like that. You got to go You got to go with your boys. Tara, what say you? 2023. Chiefs? Chiefs. Okay. I like that we all have one possession game. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it'd be hard to not say it's not one position. Right. So, I guess, so I guess I go. I hope it's a one possession game just so it's interesting. Right. It, it'll be interesting. Right. We've had some great Super Bowls over the last 15 years. I mean, they've been awesome. It'll, it'll be interesting. Going back to your question, 
original question, how do I feel the very beginning of this podcast? How do I feel about it? The Super Bowl? I feel really confident. Uh, but I did – so against the last the last three Super Bowls – or the last two Super Bowls the Chiefs played in against the Niners, I think I was just more happy to be there. Right. Um, against the Bucks, I honestly thought because we played the Bucks nine weeks prior and – we played really well against them and beat them in Tampa. I was like, I think the Chiefs are going to win this. But then the O-line issues and then playoff Brady is just something else. Yeah. So I wasn't – I wasn't like – I thought it was going to be a lot closer. Um, but for I think this this season or this game, I feel pretty confident in the Chiefs. I just do. Let's hope it, it's not a repeat of two years ago. Let's hope not. With, uh, with the overconfidence. No, I think that's fair. I think that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think the way they beat the Bengals and Mahomes just, I mean, again, it's hard to go against the best guy. Best quarterback, it's hard to go against that. You know? Let's go Super Bowl MVP here, then we'll get out of here. Why don't you, President Chiefs fan, you start us off. Oh, I'm sorry. Kayla has the Chiefs winning. I guess Kayla will start. She has the Chiefs winning. And, of course, her boy Mahomes, second boy besides Burrow, Mahomes winning MVP. Basic pick for Kayla. That's okay, though. I mean, it's hard not to... I mean, if the Chiefs win, it's hard not to save Mahomes and yeah. be the MVP. Um, has a defensive player ever won it? Great question. One time, actually, it was a... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Twice, I think it happened. Because the Cowboys player won it. No, it's happened a few times, actually. Bears... Like, Richard Dent won it for the Bears. Cowboys player won it in a losing only losing player to win it in Super Bowl five, and then two D, two Cowboys players won it in Super Bowl twelve. Okay. So let's have it a few times. Have it a few times. <sighs> Cowboys corner also won a Super Bowl thirty against the Steelers. How do you know all that, man? That's incredible. That's truly remarkable. Thank uh, you. So I mean, I'm not in the easy answer is Mahomes. I'll just I want to say either Chris Jones or Kelsey. <coughs> you say Chris Jones or Kelsey? Yeah. Okay, I like that. I mean, if it's not not Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw a show a couple weeks ago, or a couple days ago, like they said Damian Williams probably should have won it. I know. Three years ago. I know. He, he, Didn't he have three touchdowns? Yeah, he, helped, he really helped move the ball and sustain yeah. those drives. And then he broke off, like I said a couple you know minutes ago, he broke off like that 30, 35-yarder at the very end right. to put the Chiefs up by 10 at the time. Right, and still, still the game. Yeah, still the game. Still yeah. The game. So, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, he could have he won it. So, I'll say Kelsey. I mean, again, easy answer is Mahomes. Or winning quarterbacks, easy answer. I'll say Kelsey. I think he scores a winning touchdown and gives him three on the day. Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl 57. I think MVP. regardless, it's going to be a Kelsey because they just want to play the story. If the center gets it, that'd be sick. That'd be I'm sick. Saying, it's I, a great story. I think it's a great... It really is a great story. Uh, story for the NFL. It looks good for everybody. It looks good for Donna Kelsey. Like, I think at the end of the day, they're just going to play up that. Yeah. And I mean, I think they're both deserving. They're both great players. Well, the good so. thing for both of them is they've already won. So, good point. Yeah. Good point. So, it's like... For them, yeah, it obviously sucks losing a Super Bowl, getting that close. It's cool right. that they're going to be doing it. Against each other. First time, brother versus brother in the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. I also have a podcast, too. I don't know if people know that. Yeah, not as good as Scoops, but they, yeah. Right. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. So they're, they're pretty. It's funny because Jason, they're both similar, but like Jason's definitely like the deep critical thinker. Right. He just, he seems like he's more like put together and cerebral, but like Travis is definitely like, 
he comes off as like the party boy and whatever, and he may be, but when it comes to football, his IQ is off the charts. Yeah. His instincts are off the charts, which is kind of an intangible. Right. Like you're not going to measure that on paper. Can't can't teach instincts. Yeah. So. I mean, he's certainly a top ten tight end all time, probably top five tight end all time, honestly. Yeah, his blocking's definitely got better. I know he gets bragged on because he's not a good blocker or whatever, but I mean, yeah. he's at least an average blocker in the NFL when it comes to in the tight end position. Yeah. An elite in space and you know great wiggle, I guess is the term people are using now. Wiggle, that's right. With the ball. Well, as always, great having you guys on. You guys got any, any final final thoughts, final words? After about to reconvene next week that like we did last week, we had a debrief. We'll have to do yeah, that debrief, again. Good word. Or at least, thank you. At least a couple, couple weeks later, we'll come see it anyway. Yeah. Final um, final thoughts before we, we part here. I really hope it's a good Super Bowl. I mean, it's crazy how it's already to the last football game of the season. Yeah, seems like just, we're just it here previewing seems like, it. Yeah, I know. It's wild. It goes by so quick. I know. Um, football season. There's nothing like football season. Amen. And I will always say NFL is better in college. I know I'll get a lot of some hate hate mail for that, but <laughs> send I, all the hate mail. I still love college football. Don't get me wrong, but there's nothing like the NFL. Right. That's all I have you're to right. say about that. No, it is. I think this. I think you're right. Once it gets going, the weekly grind, the college on Saturday, pro on Sunday and Monday. You know, whatever day is on Thursday too. Thursday. It's just it just it goes fast. High school right? football on Friday. Yeah. There's nothing like it though. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Your weekends are booked up. There's always great matchups, always great games, all times always. of the day. I mean, it's just, what's better than that? Every game matters. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. It's they, awesome. Have, they have the, football has the corner market in the fall and early winter. There's yeah. there, no sport will ever compete. Amen. That's why it's also annoying the, the lids attack on football. You know, taking away all that's good in America. But it's anyway. Time, yeah. Anyway, that's for a different topic. <laughs> Thank you for guys coming on, as always. You guys are always welcome on Scoops. Kayla, we miss you. Uh, but enjoy the game. Be, stay safe. Uh, don't listen to the woke commercials. <laughs> and hopefully it's a great game. Let's hope nothing better than that. Yeah. It's past time, baby. Please use the restroom and, you know, do whatever during the commercials. So you're not there to watch the commercials. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's supposed to be the pinnacle of football. Let's watch football, why don't we? <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Make them waste their six and a half million dollars for that 30 second ad. Please do. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. See ya.